0: Thank you for practicing with Yoga Sesh podcast. I'm Caitlin Rose Kenny. The class that you are about to take was inspired by the words of Krista Tippett. Krista Tippett is the host of On Being, which is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. It has conversations with people who are Thoughtful and who are moving the frontier of our human evolution towards something that is more compassionate, more empathetic. The host of the podcast, Krista Tippett, is an incredible human uh, with a really fascinating background. And at the end of 2020, she sent out an email that was reflecting on the year of 2020, which we all know was shaped by the global pandemic caused by COVID-19. And her eloquent words struck a chord with me. And before I share those words, I want to say that I think these words are actually relevant more often in our lives than just a really tough year like 2020 was. I think these words might strike a chord with you if you are overworked. Literally, you work too many hours of the week. Your output is so much greater than the input that you receive to be nourished in your soul, in your body, in your mind. I also think these words will be really helpful if you experience a personal loss or tragedy. And if you're going through something that involves a lot of emotional labor, which could be a personal transformation. It could be a reorganizing of the relationships you have with others. So, here's the quote from Krista Tippett. Let's dwell with reverence before our exhaustion and our resilience and ponder how we want to live. Let's dwell with reverence before our exhaustion and our resilience. Let's ponder how we want to live. Please get comfortable on your yoga mat You'll want two blocks for this practice. Lay down on your mat with your blocks nearby. And when you lay down, fold your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your low belly. Exhale and empty your lungs as much as you can. Then take a deep invigorating inhale until you feel your skin widening, stretching on all sides of your body. A big open mouth exhale. One more deep inhale. A sigh with your exhale. And slip into a natural breath that feels a little bit more generous and free. Soften your hands into your body and your body softens into your hands. Reach for your block. Bend your knees and plant your feet on the ground. Lift your hips up as if to go into a supported bridge. Slip the block underneath your sacrum on its low setting. Settle your hips down. Make sure that this feels sturdy. And we'll move into a psoas release. Lengthen your left heel down to the bottom of your yoga mat and flex your left toes up towards the sky. Now that your left leg is straight, draw your right thigh towards your chest. You can let your thigh fall towards your belly and chest, or you can interlace your hands around your right hamstring or shin bone. Keep your head and your shoulders resting on the ground. As you feel your body Lengthen the front of your left hip and so as releasing. If you feel any discomfort in your low back, your sacroiliac joint, add more muscle activation by wrapping your right hip down and in and squeezing your sitting bones together. Keep your left leg active, your toes flexed up towards the sky, and push out through your left heel. And let your arms be heavy, the weight of your arms slowly deepening your right leg towards your abdomen. Rest your head on the ground. And feel a smooth breath coming in and out of your nostrils. Feel the slow peeling apart of your legs. Your legs are in the shape that looks like you're a stag or a doe about to take a leap. One more deep breath on this side. Replace the soles of your feet on the ground, transitioning briefly through a supported bridge. Then send your right heel down to the bottom of the mat, flex your right toes up towards the sky, roll your inner right thigh down towards the ground. Once your right leg is straight, pull your left foot off of the mat, your left thigh towards you. Perhaps you reach your hands around and interlace your fingers around your left hamstring or shin bone. Rest your head and your shoulders. Let your arms pull down with the effect of gravity. And your left leg will slowly over time come closer and closer to your abdomen. Stabilize your low back by wrapping your left hip down and in. Sense that your pelvis is level from right to left. And even as your legs slowly move away from each other into this leaping position, there is an activation or a hugging towards your midline. This activation comes from you hugging the inner seams of your legs towards each other and that creates an internal tone through the pelvic floor and the lower abdomen and when we stabilize and tone the body we want to just check in and make sure that we don't do that too much We do not want to clench or be tense. We do enough of that when we're just being human, but rather to hug our own body, to support the bones and the joints through the strength of the muscles. Final breath on this side. Bring your feet back to the ground. You're now in supported bridge. You're going to move towards active bridge pose. Push the four corners of your feet down. Reach your knees forwards and slowly lift your hips off of the block. Interlace your fingers underneath your back. You can move the block out of the way if needed wrap your shoulder blades together so your chest brightens imagine that you're holding a block between your shins and your inner thighs and as you activate your midline by hugging the inner seams of the legs together try to widen your knees apart now because you're hugging your shins and your inner thighs together still there won't be a big change in your shape. There might be a little quiver as the conversation activates between hugging and widening. And this is a theme for us as we go through a young regenerative practice is we learn how to hug and find stability while we learn, how to expand and clean and clear the channels of our body. Please take one more breath in active bridge pose. This will be a slow transition. Begin to roll one vertebra down at a time towards the mat. So you'll tuck your tail upwards, toning the abdominals and take it really slow, one vertebra and one vertebra. Move your hands and your arms out of the way as needed. Eventually, your sacrum touches the mat, and then you can relax your abdominal muscles and the tailbone drops to the earth. Widen your feet to the edges of your mat. Constructive rest. Let your knees drop together, resting on one another. Take two deep breaths here. Roll off to one side. Press your hands into the ground and come into a tabletop position, hands and knees on your yoga mat. From tabletop, push your left palm firmly into the ground. Inhale, reach your right arm up to the sky. Open twist, spread your fingers. Now thread the needle twist, thread your right arm under you, slide your hand all the way to the left, turn your head to the left, and set your head down on the ground. In this tabletop twist, you can step your left hand outside of the yoga mat and push your fingers into the ground, or you can wrap your left arm behind your back into a half bind and gently encourage a rotation of your spine and your internal organs from the right to the left, rolling the left side of your rib cage back. A variation that you can add if you want is to step your right foot out to the side so your left ankle is in the same line as your outer hip, your left toes pointing forwards, and gently work your twist from that variation. Now we'll get deeper into our right shoulder before we leave the twist completely. So please take your left arm Off of your back or just slide it forwards so that your left palm slides towards the top of your mat maybe past the edge of the mat left palm down so your left arm looks like a down dog arm then roll the left shoulder and chest down towards the ground and you'll feel a deep stretch going into the right shoulder and the outer right seam of your arm forehead on the mat can help you with this one squaring the shoulders towards the earth your collarbones pressing into the inner seam of your right arm. Now to come out of tabletop twist, bring your left palm below your shoulder, push it firmly into the ground, left knee on the mat again. Go back to the open twist you started in, reach your right hand up to the sky. And then right hand down to the ground. Other side, inhale, left hand reaches up, spread your fingers, pull your arm back to stretch your chest. Thread the needle, rest your left shoulder on the ground, turn your head to the right, and rest your head. Step your right fingers wider than the yoga mat, push your fingertips into the ground to get a little bit more twist, this time from the left to the right. Option for a half bind, your right arm coming behind your back and your waist, and you can press your arm into your back and feel a little bit more turn. If you did the variation on the first side, you'll step your right foot out to the side, toes pointing forwards. Some of you might be able to turn your head as you find a deeper twist and see a different part of your ceiling or the sky above you. Now we go deep into the left shoulder, sweep your right arm out over your head past the edge top edge of your yoga mat, palm down like downward dog. You can bring your forehead to the mat and drop the right side of your chest and right shoulder down towards the ground, moving the shoulders towards square. So we come out of the spinal twist to get deeper into the left shoulder. Feel the stretch down the outer seam of your left arm. bring your right palm underneath your shoulder, bring your right knee to the ground, unwind your twist, reach your left hand up to the sky, and then left hand down to the ground. If you have two blocks, I'd recommend you put the blocks underneath your hands now in tabletop, hands and knees, and then step your right foot forwards, put your foot in the center between your hands, We're going into a modified extended side angle pose. So from here, move your left ankle to the right until your left shin is parallel to the back short edge of your yoga mat. Put a block inside of your right ankle. Put your right hand on the block. And now reach your left hand up to the sky, opening your chest and your hips to this left side of your yoga mat. Modified extended side angle now we add a fancy position for your right wrist look down at your right hand spin your fingertips towards your calf and then back so now the eye of your elbow is pointing towards the top of your yoga mat push your palm into the block feel your arms get straighter and longer your chest gets wider anchor your right arm back into your inner right knee and then hug your outer ankles and your shins, your outer ankles and your shins, inwards towards your midline. As your shins hug inwards, widen your right knee or press your right knee backwards with your right arm. Take one more breath here, reaching from fingertip to inner wrist, and then look down carefully unwind your right hand your fancy wrist and pivot back to a lunge facing the top of your yoga mat with your hands on the blocks carefully pull your right knee back to tabletop left side step your left foot forwards you should see that your ankle is below your left knee and your left knee is at about 90 degrees put a block inside of your left ankle put your left palm on the block Pivot your right ankle to the left until your right shin is parallel to the back of your mat. Reach your right hand up to the sky. You're now in modified, extended side angle pose. Look down at your left hand. Spin your fingertips towards your calf, so this will be an anti-clockwise direction, and then fingers back so your inner wrist gets a stretch. The eye of your left elbow is pointing out towards the top of your yoga mat. Firmly push your palm into the block, that should give you a little bit more reach through your top hand and you can bring your gaze where it feels beneficial for you today you can look up straight forwards or continue to look down notice what parts of your body are in contact with the earth and imagine that you're growing roots out of those points so you feel your body your feet The back shin rooting into the ground and that fortifies and expands the rest of your body take one more full breath here anchor your left arm back into your left leg and look down carefully unwind your fancy wrist Turn back to a lunge with your hands on the blocks and pull your left knee back, tabletop. Now you'll take downward facing dog with your hands on the blocks. Turn the blocks to the lowest, flattest setting and then put the heel of your hand on the back upper edge of the block. If your hands are big enough to Expand over the entire surface of the block. You can grip your pinky and your thumbs on the edges of the block. If your hands are smaller than that, that's okay, and then lift your knees and your hips come into downward facing dog. Please step your feet as wide as your yoga mat in this first downward facing dog and bend your knees. Push your hands into the block so that your arms grow straighter and longer and your hips move up and back more. Now you can see your feet, your ankles, your legs, your knees. Lift and spread your toes. See that your knees are bent. Okay. Now hug your outer ankles and your shins towards your midline. I know that you've stepped your feet wide. The feet don't move, but you hug your outer ankles and your shins towards your midline and widen your knees. In this one, widen your kneecaps until they're the same distance apart as your second toes. Flare your sit bones to the sky. Ground your hands into the blocks. One more breath here in Wide-Footed Downward-Facing Dog. And lower your kneecaps down to the ground. You can bring your legs back to hip width. Have your hands on the blocks again. Um, When we're stepping through, I'd like for you to have your blocks on the highest setting. It just helps with smooth transitions. Step your right foot forwards, And this time, we want to have our feet hip width in this low lunge. So right foot can be touching the block in your right hand. Okay, Feet are hip width. Once you have your right foot step forward, walk your hands up onto your right thigh. So from this low lunge, we'll be targeting a thigh stretch. So if you went deep into your lunge and you leaned forwards, ground your feet and move your hips back. We want to see a 90 degree angle in our right knee. And if you have any sensitivity in your left knee back behind you, you can double fold your yoga mat or put a blanket down so you've got padding. That's helpful when we go into the thigh stretch. Now to go into the thigh stretch, keep your right hand on your right thigh Look over your left shoulder, bend your left knee, and capture your left foot or your ankle. Once you've captured your foot or ankle, bring your gaze straight forwards, your chest squaring back to the top of your yoga mat. You can press your right hand down into the thigh, get a little lift through your low belly, feel your chest bright stay here or if you want to find a little bit more sensation in your thigh stretch sweep your right arm around to the back and now hold your foot in both of your hands if you're holding your foot in both of your hands allow the shoulder blades to come together and the front of the heart to open lift your low belly and keep grounding the ball of your right foot to get more sensation slowly bring your left heel closer to your glute Continue to lift through the low belly, so the front of your left hip and thigh stretch. Move your gaze up the wall or up the tree or up into the sky. And then carefully release your back foot. Bring your hands down to the blocks. To change sides, go back through tabletop. Take the right foot back. Step your left foot forwards, and your left foot can touch the edge of the block on the left side. So your feet are on a hip width pattern. This is very important for your balance and also the stability in your low back in these lunges. Okay, walk your hands up to your left thigh. And rather than leaning forwards into the front knee, like we do sometimes in lunge, I want you to back it up so that you see your left knee at a 90 degree angle and you feel your joints, the shoulders, the ribs, and the hips stacked over one another, okay? Lift through the low belly, look over your right shoulder, bend your back knee, and capture your right foot or ankle with your right hand. Then bring your gaze and your chest straight forwards. A few breaths here as you introduce the thigh stretch to your right leg. Push your left palm down into your left thigh and you can push your yoga pants or your skin and muscle forwards with your left palm. So you're lifting up and out of the left hip crease. Continue here or sweep your left arm around and use both hands on your back foot. As you stay here for a little while, you can notice if the body is accepting, softening, lengthening and pull your right heel in a little bit closer to your glutes. Feel the chest bright and slowly lift your gaze upwards. As your gaze goes up, can you feel in your inner body, so layers that are deeper closer to your center, stretching as your gaze lifts. And carefully release your foot Bring your hands down to the blocks, step back to tabletop. Downward facing dog. You can use the blocks if you want again, if you really love that variation, or you can go without the blocks. Take care to spread your fingers and find your way into downward facing dog. Now this down dog, rather than the feet being as wide as the mat, I want your feet to be as wide as your outer hips. Start with knees bent and flare your sit bones up to the sky. Lift and spread your toes. Hug your ankles and your shins in while attempting to widen your knees apart. Roll your inner thighs backwards. Now keeping your sit bones as high as they are, lower your heels towards the mat. You can keep a bend in your knees, especially if your hamstrings are on the tight side. I'd recommend bent knees and down dog. If you have a little bit more mobility in the backs of your legs, you can move the legs towards straight. Try to push your mat forwards and out from underneath you with your hands. Feel the crown of your head naturally reaching to the space between your thumbs. One more smooth breath in and out. Lower your knees back to the ground. Tabletop position. So this is a modified chapasana, which will briefly look like a side plank. In this tabletop, have your palms on the yoga mat and step your left foot to the back of the mat, starting with your toes curled under move your right foot and ankle out to the right and roll your left heel down so the sole of your left foot plants step your right palm forwards and reach your left hand up to the sky a modified side plank position root down through your right palm and your right shin start to float your left leg up into the air bring your left arm alongside your body bend your left knee and reach back for your left foot or ankle to create a thigh stretch Pull your heel towards your butt and squeeze your glutes a little bit to encourage the opening of your left thigh and psoas. Reach out through your left knee. Feel the front of your hips and your chest pushing forwards. The shadow of a back bend forms in the upper back. You can lean your head back as the chest brightens. Continue to pull your left heel closer to your glute and stretch open the left thigh and lengthen across your belly and your chest. Take one more breath here, and then re-expand. Extend your left hand up to the sky. Push out through your left heel as you straighten your left leg out, and then set your left foot down. Sweep your left arm over your head, your fingertips stretching beyond the top of your yoga mat, Lift your right side into your left side and get a side stretch across the left side of your ribs. And then we'll turn back to tabletop. Bring your left palm down and your left knee down. Same thing on the other side. Start by stepping your right foot to the back of the mat with your toes curled under. Let your left foot and ankle swing out to the left, creating more stability for your foundation. Turn the right foot down, so the heel drops and the sole of the foot is planted. Step your left palm, a palm print forwards, and open up. Reach your right hand to the sky, modified side plank. Start to float your straight right leg up into the air, bend your right knee, and bring your hand to capture your right foot or ankle. Use your arm to pull your heel closer to your booty. Reach out through your right knee and feel the right thigh stretching open and the front of the hips pushing out towards the horizon shoulder blades gently wrap to brighten the chest and you can lean your head back a little bit take a couple more breaths here lengthening across your thigh add some more tone to your glutes that will send the message to your psoas that it can lengthen and stretch And then with strength, you re-expand. Release the hold of your right foot. Reach your right hand to the sky. Push out through your right heel to straighten your lifted right leg. And before we move on, you get a side body stretch. Bring your right foot back to the ground. Sweep your right arm over your head. Extend through your fingertips and open up the right side of your ribs. And turn back to tabletop. Take your blocks and put them on the flat setting, and you'll put your forearms on the blocks while you're in child's pose. So as your forearms come onto the blocks, let your fingertips reach for the ground and your wrist hooks on the lip or the corner of the block. So the forearms are lifted, the fingertips reach down towards the ground, move your hips back to your heels for child's pose and melt your forehead and your heart down between your arms. As you stay here in child's pose for a few deep breaths, there is a slow opening of the shoulder as the armpit widens. relax your face and perhaps in your physical body you can sense both the exhaustion and resilience at a cellular level you might feel exhausted and you are resilient Please ease yourself back to a seat, sitting on your heels. Once you are sitting back in Virasana, rest your hands on your legs, palms down for grounding or palms up for a more receptive position. A deep breath in and a breath out. And then please make your way up to standing. We have some standing poses to do. Once you're standing, bring your big toes to touch and we'll move into Eagle Pose. Inhale, sweep your arms over your head, bring the palms to touch. Exhale, swing your left arm underneath your right and wrap up your arms. See if you can bring your palms together into Eagle Arms drop your elbows down onto your chest so that there's no light or space between your arms and your chest bend your knees as if you're sitting back into chair pose and wrap your left thigh over your right eagle pose garudasana shift the weight back into your right heel and now we'll go into a rounded back variation of eagle. Pull the elbows down more. Tuck your tail and start to bring your head forwards. And you're going to fit your arms into the space between your torso and your thighs until you have a nice rounded back. The back of your lungs starts to stretch open. The back of your heart gets some space. And really tuck and round into yourself here. Now tone your low belly and it's super important that you keep that abdominal tone as you expand your left leg towards warrior three. Let's do this slowly. Unwrap the left leg and bring your inner knees to touch and just hug your knees together for a moment. You'll kind of look like a flamingo here. Now keeping your belly toned, go out into warrior three with eagle arms. Push your left heel back. Left toes point towards the ground as you extend both of your knees towards straight. Expand your heart forwards and then change the, uh, where your elbows are. I want you to move your elbows towards the ground and then the needle of your fingertips forwards out towards the wall or the horizon. Full expression of warrior three with eagle arms and then a release into standing split. Unravel your arms, bring your fingertips to the ground or the blocks and soar your left leg up into the sky. Preparing to step back for a lunge, make sure your hands are on the ground or blocks. Look a little bit forward, soften your right knee and step your left foot way back. For lunge, make sure your feet are hip width. You probably need to move your right foot to the right. Now, you can do low lunge with your back knee down or high lunge with your back knee lifted. Either way, start to walk your hands up onto your right thigh and lift your chest. Lift through your low belly and get a full expression of your lunge. Reach your fingertips up to the sky. Moving into lunge twist, hook your right thumb around your right hip crease. Reach forwards through your left arm, move your heart forward so now your chest is hovering over your right thigh. Place your left elbow outside of your right knee, bring the palms together and start to turn to your right. Allow your belly to lift and shift to the right. And as you stay in your lunge, ground your feet, hug your ankles and your shins in towards your midline and while you hug your midline, try to widen your knees. You'll feel the right knee pressing firmly into the hooked left arm. Your outer hips stabilize as your knees try to widen and then out of that strength and stability in your legs and hips, you get more depth in the twist. Can you turn the corner of your twist a little bit more? Take one more breath and lunge twist, and then look down and bring your hands down to the ground. Low lunge, set your back knee down if it wasn't, and two options, either half splits, Ardha Hanumanasana, or full splits, Hanumanasana. In either variation, it can be helpful to have the blocks underneath your hands, half splits. Pull your heart forwards to get a healthy stretch across your hamstring and the entire back seam of your leg. Full splits, slide your right heel forwards, walk your left knee backwards and use your hands on the ground or the blocks to titrate. So you push your hands down, hug your inner thighs, lift out of your splits position and then on the exhale you can soften and release a little bit lower into your splits. We'll enjoy a few quiet breaths here. and we'll start to release. If you're in half splits, lift your head and go back towards tabletop. If you're in full splits, you'll push your hands firmly down into the ground, hug the inner thighs to lift the hips. And it's okay if your mat gets sloppy as you pull your right foot back. Tabletop, sink back into a child's pose, big toes touching, knees apart. Slide your hands forwards, and then once your fingers are reaching forwards, flip your palms up to the sky turn the eye of your elbows up to the sky as well and then soften in your child's pose there with the back of your hands resting on the ground One more full breath in child's pose. And then please come to a seated position. Sit back on your heels or on a block if your knees need a little bit of space. Rest your hands on your legs. Gently reach the crown of your head up to the sky. You can soften your gaze or close your eyes. So as you tap back into the quality inside of your body and your mind, perhaps you can feel the paradox of both being exerted as well as finding more energy, more clarity. so this is the human experience. move in and out of balance, and sometimes we even experience two opposing sensations at the same time. If your eyes have been closed, blink them a few times, readjusting to the light around you and then make your way to standing so we can experience those poses on the other side. Once standing, big toes touch. Inhale, sweep your arms over your head. Palms touch for a moment, and then eagle arms, right arm under. Wrap up your arms. If you can, press the palms together. Turn your thumbs towards your midline. Drop your elbows onto your chest. Bend your knees, sit back to chair pose and then wrap your right thigh over, Garudasana, eagle pose. In your eagle pose, widen your knees. Press your right knee to the right and your left knee to the left. Feel how that invigorates the wrapping of your legs. There's more contact of your legs touching your other leg. Now we sink into a rounded back eagle pose, tuck your tail Tuck your chin, pull your elbows down, and then slide your arms until they're snug between your thighs and your chest, getting a stretch from the back of your tailbone all the way to the crown of your head. And also a widening of the lungs and the back of the heart. Tone your abdomen here and maintain that abdominal support as you slowly unwrap your right leg and squeeze your knees together in that flamingo position before you expand to warrior three. Nice and slow, push out through your feet to stretch the legs long and straight, your spine and your right leg parallel to the ground. A little change for your shoulders, move your elbows towards the ground, so away from your chest, and then reach your fingertips forwards as if they were gonna travel past the edge of your yoga mat. Warrior three with your eagle arms. Take one more breath. Unravel your arms, fingers to the ground or block standing split. soar your right leg as you push your left foot through the mat. Preparing to get into your lunge, move your gaze forward, soften your left knee and then step way back with your right foot. Move your left foot to the left so your feet are hip width in your lunge choose low lunge, back knee down, or high lunge, keeping the back knee lifted, and walk your hands up to your left thigh. As your hands come to your left thigh, you get a lift through your low belly so the front of your pelvis lifts and levels with the back of the pelvis. Full expression of your lunge, reach your hands up to the sky. So even as you deepen your lunge, your inner thighs still hug to keep you balanced and stable, left thumb to left hip crease reach your right arm forwards lean your heart forwards. lengthen your side bodies and then take the twist place your right elbow outside of your left knee as you turn your belly from the right to the left ground your feet hug your shins in and then you'll really feel the depth of the twist when you attempt to widen your knees. You'll feel the left knee pressing into the right elbow and then the right elbow pressing equally back into the knee. And as you take your last couple of breaths, you can feel the depth and the evolution of the twist. See if you can pull the left hip back and in, squaring the right hip forwards. and then look down bring your hands down set up for half splits or full splits put the blocks underneath your hands those of you in half splits flex your left toes up to the sky bow over your straight-ish left leg full splits slide the left heel forward lift and walk the right knee backwards a few times and then for both variations it's beneficial to back off as you inhale so to lift a little bit out of the shape and then to release into the stretch as you exhale we'll spend a bit of time here just letting the shape organically open up Into transition, if you're in half splits, lift your head, step into lunge, and then tabletop. If you're in full splits, you'll really firmly push your hands into the blocks, back your hips up, and then pull your left foot back. Again, if the mat gets sloppy, don't worry about it. Just safely get into tabletop, and then child's pose and this time we'll do a prayer hand variation so as you sink your hips back to your heels bring the palms to touch bring the elbows in getting a little more narrow bend your elbows and fold your prayer hands behind your head and your neck again the tips of the elbows can walk a little bit more forward and a little bit more narrow and then soften the back of your heart down to the front of your heart And you can turn your palms down so they're resting on your upper back and shoulders. Feeling this connection, your own hands to your own body. Feeling the ride or the waves of the physical experience from poses that ask us to put in effort to poses that ask us to receive support. Of course, we can find the the individual balance of effort and ease in any yoga shape. And it's also nice to just Feel this kind of wave-like pattern in the practice. From here, you're going to release the hands forwards and slither down into a Sphinx pose. So once your belly down, step up to your elbows and you'll place your elbows just a little bit in front of your shoulders elbows are the same distance apart as your inner shoulder joint and for this yin style sphinx pose i'd like for you to turn your palms up and relax your hands if you have a block for your head i'd recommend putting the block on whatever height makes the most sense for you to then drop your forehead onto the block and this way your neck doesn't have to work at all Relax your feet and your legs. Feel your ribs sinking with gravity. A gentle pressure across the shoulder girdle, which works with the meridian lines of your lungs, your heart, your large intestine, your small intestine meridians. Now we will stay here for a couple of minutes, just feeling this descent into the inside of our system. If there is sensitivity in your low back, then rather than being completely soft and relaxed as I first instructed, you can add a little bit of stability by pressing the tops of your feet into the ground and gently hugging your shins and inner thighs towards the midline. That creates the ripple effect of gentle tone in belly and gentle tone in glutes. Now you only add those toning supports if you have a sensitive low back today. If your low back is okay, then you relax the muscles and this will then take the stretch, this healthy stretching sensations and compressions into the fascia of the body, into the ligaments and the tendons. So some of this practice was geared towards muscle health, now we're gearing in towards ligament tendon joint health through the yin poses. All you need to do is treat this as a mini meditation and feel your breath and your sensations as they arrive, transition and depart from your body. Savor one more breath here in Sphinx Pose. you can gently lift your head from the block and we'll be moving back towards Child's Pose. I have one more variation for you. I'd like for you to put your blocks on the low flat setting and put your elbows and upper arms on the blocks. Again, the prayer hands for this variation. So once you sink your hips to your heels, put the elbows on the blocks, bring the palms to touch, bend your elbows so your hands fold onto the back of your neck and shoulders. Sink your heart and your head down to the ground. And breathe into your low back. If you are craving more time here, please take your time. If you are ready to lay down for Shavasana, you can ease your way up and out of child's pose. It might be nice for you to have something under your knees in Shavasana, so a rolled up blanket, a pillow, or the blocks. And when you lay down, just make sure that you can surrender everywhere. Take off your hair ties, your glasses, anything that feels like it's tight or restrictive. And also stay warm. So if you want to place a blanket or a shawl over you. And as you rest, such a beautiful experience. Shavasana, we feel that exhaustion and resilience that's inside of us and those are two important words to describe the human experience there is so much efforting and so much trying and so much output that we do and sometimes it exhausts us and yet even when we are completely exhausted There is this glimmer around the edges that is our resilience, this recognition that we have been really moving through a lot. That the things we've learned and the experiences we've had, that it's really remarkable that we've had those experiences and here we are. The yoga practice just gives us time to honor our life experience and honor our process and the benefit to that time where we're honest with ourselves connected with our experience that has so much value the benefits of the yoga poses are just the cherry on top You can sense that resting longer, being still is what you need. Please stay where you are. If you would like to re emerge, deepen your breath. And when you feel that fresh energy from your inhales, reach all the way into your fingers and toes. Find a little bit of movement. And intuitively awaken your body. Squeezing or stretching. Eventually turn off to one side, resting in the fetal position. And if you'd like to close your practice in a seat, make your way there. Once in a seat, either your hands rest on your legs or fold your palms together in front of your heart. And we pause to dwell with reverence before our exhaustion and our resilience. And we ponder how we want to live. with the quality of reverence in our hearts for this human experience that we are having, we close this practice with a bow.